your blood runs orange and blue. Orange and blue. blue, blue. This, this is the pod, the pod for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. So, uh, staying on the Christmas note, it is the season of giving. And because this is our last show before Christmas, Santa Beer and Santa Stewart are here with determinations on whether your favorite Knicks have been naughty, meaning they should get gifts for this holiday season, or uh, or, or nice, rather, they nice, meaning they should get gifts, or naughty, meaning they end up with a lump of coal. So we're going to go through a bunch of players and figures in the Knicks organization. I'm going to ask Tommy whether or not they are getting a lump of coal or if they're getting a, a, a bunch of gifts or they've been naughty or nice. So let's begin with... Jalen Brunson, the new Knicks starting point guard. Tommy, has Jalen been naughty or nice? This is an easy one, isn't it, Santa Stewart? Um, I, I think, think so. the first thing we put in there is a second-round draft pick, a 2025 second-round draft pick. We, we stuffed, that <laughs> in, stuffed that in the stocking. Um, but, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Knicks, uh, Knicks fans will attest. They, I'm sure if they uh, started a GoFundMe, he'd get plenty of contributions to get plenty of stocking stuffers and basically whatever his heart desired, Mr. Brunson, because he has been the, um, he has been the man um, and then the primary generating engine that has driven this Knicks team to uh, exceed expectations this far. And, um, you know, we're talking about a team that's four games over 500 um, on uh, Christmas Eve Eve, which is something I don't think we expected, uh, uh, certainly a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I agree. I think for me, Jalen Brunson, he's getting all the gifts. He's the he's the kid that's getting the PS5 on Christmas. Yeah. He's getting the best gifts uh, in the household because he's had straight A's. He's been a good kid. He's been watching his younger brothers. He's done everything you want him from him as as a leader in the in the household so he's getting all the best gifts Jalen Brunson definitely on the nice list this year what about Julius Randle I'm very curious what you what you feel about Julius is Julius on the naughty or nice list this year listen he hasn't told fans to f off he hasn't given him a thumbs down (laughs) in the past couple weeks so for that reason you know he's he was certainly on the naughty list this year so I think we got him I think I'd have him on the nice list um is he a perfect player no has he made some mistakes does he still have defensive lapses um does he complain to the ref he seems like he you know he said he wasn't doing it anymore that's been an issue the last couple games Mm -hmm. like focus on the game you know control the things you can control um that being said really good numbers um solid production he's increased his effort and intensity on the defensive end most nights um even when there are some mistakes it's more of the boneheaded you know uh, errors as opposed to a lack of effort or uh you know not paying attention to detail some of those things um so uh yeah considering maybe we're grading on a curve a little bit um but i think uh, mr randall can uh can get back on the nice list this year Yes, I, I I am going to put Julius Randle on the nice list. Well, I'm going to put it with a caveat. So in my household, we have stockings for both me, my girlfriend, and our dog. And, you know, obviously me and my girlfriend have, you know, we're on the nice list. And for our dog, there's either a you're on the nice list or I tried. And to me, uh, Julius Randle is an I tried uh, a, a list here. Like, has it been totally nice? Maybe not. He's had some issues. But he has tried. He has tried to do the right things. He has tried to play the right way. He has bad habits, but just like, like you know, my, my household dog, Lita, who's wonderful, uh, you know, they, they tried to be good. And, and Julius has tried to be good. He's had a really strong stretch this year. So Julius is on the nice list, but he's on the I tried section because he has had some issues earlier in the year where, where he wanted to pull your hair out. But, uh, but I like what I've seen from Julius of late, so I'm putting him on the nice list. What about R.J. Barrett? 
RJ Barrett, naughty or niceless? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Um, as far as like you know, like the, the 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 adults and the kids get their their big huge stocking, and then maybe the dog gets one from the Dollar Tree. You know, like one of the, <laughs> one of those smaller ones. So maybe we'll give that to RJ, um, who in his own right has has put up solid numbers um, and and certainly increased of late. Um, but due to kind of the inefficiency on the offensive end, um, and again, he is he struggled a little bit on on defense. Um, talking about the Bulls, especially if Grimes is out tonight, um, RJ is going to have to step it up and you know probably be switched on to DeRozan and Levine um, at, at different points. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I still think you know it's it's it would be unfair to put him on the nice list. He's been a key contributor on a team that's four games over five hundred. Um, still kind of feeling his way. I think maybe the pressure of the um, the contract may have weighed on him a little bit over the first couple months of the season. The, you know, the talk with the Donovan Mitchell trade, where it seemed like he was may have been really close to being shipped out of town. Um, maybe that kind of messed with his psyche a little bit. Um, but he's turned it around of late. Uh, played better during the win streak. So uh, I think he can stay on the nice list. Yes, R.J. Barrett is the kid who um, was getting C's in class, and you, you know, you went there and said, "Hey, if you keep getting C's, you ain't getting nothing on Christmas." And and he found a way to get his average to a B at the very last moment. He got like an A plus on the last final that boosted his grade. That was like a C minus to like a B minus. So therefore, he gets his gifts. So R.J., yes, you remain on the nice list this year because of how you played of late. What about Evan Fournier? Evan Fournier, a guy we've not seen very much because of the change to the rotation. Is Evan Fournier on the naughty or nice list? Ev, we love you, but you got to go on the naughty list. Um, mm. Obviously, hasn't hasn't checked into a game um, when he was playing. Um, was a was a primary reason why the Knicks were getting outscored on a consistent basis. Um, while he can sh still shoot at a very high level and uh, is a reliable three point shooter defensively, um, never was a plus defender and has slipped into that um, you know traffic cone area. Um, yeah. and, and as and it was exposed as such. And since Tibbs has made the decision um, to limit the minutes of both he and, and Derrick Rose, um, you know, and, and McBride's minutes have increased greatly. Uh, Grimes' minutes um, not only just a starter but playing more minutes consistently prior to the ankle injury um has, has benefited the knicks obviously as their as the record indicates so um fournier um sorry you're getting some coal my guy yeah unfortunately uh, uh evan fournier is not getting any gifts this year and look I, i'm not even gonna pin it on the fact that he played so poorly when he was in the starting lineup but i had been one of those truthers who said that if evan fournier took a bench roll he could be a very solid six-man, seventh-man on this team as a shooter off the bench. And when he was given that role, he he was worse. Somehow, he, he looked completely lost. And as a professional, he's been great saying the right things, rooting for his teams. But as a professional, when your role changes, you have to adapt. And he looked completely unadaptable in that moment. And that's why he's unplayable. That's why they can't put him out there. So him not rising to the occasion when Nick decided to bring him off the bench He's the reason why Evan Fournier, uh, sorry, dude, you are on the uh, naughty list. So let's go to um, let's go to the head coach, Tom Thibodeau, uh, a, a controversial figure in the Knicks lore. Nonetheless, is Tom Thibodeau on the naughty or nice list, uh, given where things have been? Uh, you know, they, they are four games under 500 and he has made the necessary adjustments, but I just can't help but think part of it's. Due to the, you know, the the situation of of the of the 
the the the the front office kind of forcing you know that the changes thrusting the changes upon him and him not having a choice um so i think he's right on the borderline you know he probably got called into the principal a couple of times but maybe he has adjusted his behavior as such you know was yelling at his younger brother um you know uh, maybe they put the elf on the shelf in the room and he you know started you know improving his behavior so i'll i'll put him on the nice list for that yeah i want to put him on the naughty list but I, i'm i'm not <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to put him on the nice list, but he he's like getting socks. He's he's the kid that's getting socks for Christmas because um, there's been a lot of frustration with how Tom Thibodeau has managed games this season. But I think credit where credit is due, he has been able to make adjustments when needed. Did they come sometimes a little late? Yes. Did they maybe have to make the adjustments to him kicking and screaming? Probably in the back. Probably. But the adjustments were made. And because those adjustments were made, the Knicks season was safe. I mean, the Knicks were headed towards it was going to be a miserable season with the rotation and stars that they were going with. And now that they're off of that rotation and that starting lineup, now there's hope that this Knicks season could end in a playoff appearance. Um, and that, and helps, not, and that helps the podcast more importantly than anything else. <laughs> yes, right. That that gives us way more content. Uh, you yes. guys don't want to hear, you know, 50 episodes of me just yelling fire tips. <laughs> the fact that we can actually talk about wins and, yep. and actual competitive play is, is good for business. So for Tom Thibodeau, uh, it may be a sock for Christmas, but you, you are uh, getting a gift. You are on the nice list. Um, last one, Leon Rose, El Presidente for the New York Knicks. Is he on the naughty or nice list? <sighs> I'm going to put him on the naughty list for now. Wow. Yeah. Listen, um, there is reason to credit uh, Leon Rose and and World Wide West and the job they have done since they've arrived here. Um, And we've laid out those facts. You know, they have a, you know, a tremendous um, number of draft picks to move forward. They've drafted good, solid young players. Um, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, obviously Grimes is a keeper. Um, they've, they haven't done anything that has crippled the franchise moving forward. No albatross contracts. Um, the, uh, Randall contract doesn't look like a great deal right now, but it's not a killer. Um, uh, the Barrett, uh, he certainly didn't live up expectations early on, but as I've talked about before, the, the final two years of the deal is going to be after the new CBA. So he's probably only making less than 20% of the team's total cap. I'm okay yeah. with that contract, but the reality is. What, where are the Knicks headed and do they complete the goal? You know, he's, he, he's done a good job of setting them up for the position he wanted them to be in. But until you pull the trigger and bring that star here, um, you, you, you know, at best, the grade is incomplete. So I can't give you an A if, if you know, I'm not going to give you an F. I'm not going to give you a D or a C, but I can't give you an A or even a B if, the Knicks don't have any playoff wins, let alone a playoff series, let alone, you know, develop into a true contender. Um, it, the bar has been lowered to such an extent here, whereas if the executive doesn't screw up massively, then we want right. to throw him a parade and, and call him a savior. Um, again, he hasn't done anything, you know, terribly to, to set the franchise back years. And if he were to get fired tomorrow, the franchise would still be in a good position to move forward. But at some point in time, the promise was to, you know, develop the Knicks into a, a legitimate contender. Um, and now he's kind of dependent 
on Carl Anthony Towns saying he's unhappy, on Trey Young saying I only want to play for the Knicks, on Devin Booker some way, somehow saying I'm done with Phoenix, get me out of here. So you leave yourself in a in a vulnerable position. Um, and if you and if the Knicks stay on this, you know, this treadmill of mediocrity for the yeah. next five years, what do you have to show for it? Not much. So until we have something to show for it, until the fans have reason to be optimistic that they're not just going to not be awful, um, but be a true contender and or make the decision to pair away all the veterans and really commit to a rebuild. And, you know, because, again, part of the benefit of drafting these young guys and having all these draft assets is to is to draft players like Emmanuel quickly. But now, because the, the, the books are a little bit crowded and you have depth, which can be a good thing. What do you? What are they going to do with Emmanuel quickly this offseason? You know, um, what are they going to do with Obi Toppin when he becomes extension eligible? At, at some point before you have to sign those guys to, you know, expensive 10 million, 14, 16 million dollar per year contracts or lose them via restricted free agency. You're going to have to get this roster. You're going to have to bring in a superstar. So the clock is ticking. Um, so for that reason, he hasn't earned enough, in my opinion, to be put on the nice list. So you get, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put him, I'll leave him on the naughty list until we see tangible results. Yeah, I think that's well said. And, and, I want to put him on a nice list because he brought Brunson here, but it, it feels like the Brunson thing kind of was just kind of, it kind of was meant to be. So I, I, he deserves credit for it. But if that's really the only thing I'm giving him credit for and look at everything else that happened with this team this offseason, it's hard to to say that he, he deserves a spot on that nice list. I mean, you know, Cam Reddish is on his way out. Most likely the team gave up a protected first round pick for him. Uh, you gave Evan Fournier, you know, eighty million dollars, sixty guaranteed, and he's the, he, he's out of rotation. The most money he, the Knicks have had in any offseason in the last decade or so was was twenty twenty one. They signed Randall to that huge extension, Fournier, Nerlens Noel, Alex Burks, mm-hmm. and Taj Gibson. None of those guys are a part of the picture at all at this point. Um, and then they, as you mentioned, they traded for Cam Reddish, so it's it's tough to be too positive about that. Yeah, and it feels like while the Knicks are winning, it, it almost feels like it's in spite of like anything he did this offseason outside of Brunson. I mean, right. um, you know, I mean, inserted into the rotation. They drafted Grimes, uh, credit to the scout team and the coaching staff for, for uh, you know, spotlighting those guys. But the players that were brought in to make a difference, Derrick Rose, uh, none of those guys are making a difference on the court. And the Knicks got fortunate that these young guys would come in with the right energy, the right attitude, and that they have been able to turn the tide. Um, but considering the money and the resources that were invested in other guys on this team and the moves that weren't made once the Donovan Mitchell thing fell apart and you didn't restructure the roster so you didn't have a bunch of veterans sitting on the bench, probably annoyed that they're not playing. I know they're, they're all doing a good job of being professionals, but you know these guys want to play. You got a bunch of veterans on the bench who expected to get playing time, and now they're not. That, that wasn't bad. That was that was bad roster management when they're not rogue. So despite the Knicks having a pretty solid season so far, Leon Rose remains on the naughty list.